I mean, is that something you would even go to? Mm. Do you understand it? I do, kind of. I don't know if I'd go to the event. I definitely would go to the place. You would go to the place? Yeah. Oh, no. I'm very curious to see the place. Really? You oh, are, for sure. Yeah. I think that'd be something that you would ever be curious about. No, I would totally love to go there and like camp and like try and, yeah. Oh, that would be awesome. Oh, I don't think you want to camp out there. I don't think that's what you I mean, do. Can't you in the desert? Well, I mean, I've seen a lot of like horror movies that end very poorly with that same concept. Okay. It's not a horror movie thing, but I have watched a lot of documentaries on this. Like, oh. if you want to get involved in this, oh, we can get involved in this. Are you going to push up your glasses while you're I can go down that too. road. Okay. I'll have to explain it. Yeah. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. And thank you very much for finding us where, wherever and however you found us. We do appreciate it. Wait a minute. I screwed that up. What? I, no, messed, you, up my, I messed up my spiel. You appreciated people. I do appreciate It seemed appreciate like you were people. trying to slow yourself down and like sound more professional. Yeah. It was a little odd. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for... Wait, thanks, thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you found us. We do appreciate it. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Whew, I got broke there for a second. Oh, my gosh. You did. I got back on the track, though. I figured it out. I found my lane. You and did. I got back into you got it. back on the rails. I You're got back little... on the rails. Yeah. Uh, we were off yesterday because it was uh, Amazon Prime Day. And since I worked for Digital Trends, we did a four hour live just because broadcast. we were both privately celebrating. We're just like, oh. Private, privately celebra- celebrating Prime Day. Um, I can't speak anymore, apparently. What is so, going on with you? <laughs> I, did a four- I think you talked too much yesterday. It was Greg, a lot, yeah. Greg did like a billion hour show for Digital Trends yesterday. Yeah. Um, I went and showed some houses yesterday. Oh, nice. Which was pretty cool. Very cool. So we both kind of did our respective, like, separate jobs. Sure. Yesterday. Yep. Mm-hmm. But we weren't able to get the show in, and uh, thank you, everybody, though, for, for finding us. So thanks for listening Greg, to the show. Greg, you thanked everybody for finding us, like, seven okay, times Okay, I'm moving now. on from it. I'm moving on from it. I was, okay. trying to, I was, I was in a groove there. Let me get my groove here. Is that what um, that's Anyway, called? yes, we were, we were gone yesterday, so thank you, everybody, for the patience in that... All right, start from the beginning. No, keep going. All right, well, I, I, I had it. I had it. You just got to let me get back into it. It's like, a you know, riding well, I mean, a bike. Do I have to just wait for like 15 minutes for you yes. to get your footing and I can't say anything? You got to wait like a minute, a minute, and then I'll, be, and then I'll have it. Uh, anyway, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. <laughs> Thanks for going to Fun Employment Radio. I'm Stop thanking on the people. Link. Oh, my God. They know we're thankful. Jesus. Okay, thanks for enduring that. Now, let's get back to what we were talking about at the beginning. We do, we do have some things we wanted to talk about before I explain what's happening. Yes. Um, we do gotta have to go back to Friday, I think. Let's start the show over. No I way. lost it too much. I lost no, it too much. You're fine. Oh. This I've... is us. This is reality. Like, we, don't, we know clearly what we're doing. We've been doing this for almost 10 years. But sometimes you just, you're talking the holes don't work as well as they usually do. Friday, we went out to. The Portland Meadows here in town, and went and saw an amazing show, and it was it was pretty pretty great. So we saw the Punkin Drublick tour with No Effects, Bad Religion, MXPX, and uh, and it was it was so much. It fun. was super rad. Yeah, and I wanted to say you know it was it was great seeing so many different people that we saw out there. Yeah, like we we saw a lot of different people. So it was so nice it was neat. So ba- if you've never been to Portland Meadows, what it is it's a um, now retired um, horse racing track, and basically you know horse racing tracks are huge. I don't know how long around they are, like a mile or something. Mm-hmm. We've looked at that before, but in the inside of it, of course, there's like this huge grassy area, and so it was really neat because you get there and they had the stage and everything set up inside of that circle in the horse racing track with a bunch of different like craft brewery tents and like ciders and things. And when you walked in, they gave you basically this little plastic like snifter glass mm-hmm. that said pumpkin. Three ounces. Yeah, three ounces. It said pumpkin drublick on it, and uh, they give you a bunch of tickets. And you could just kind of walk around and just try all the different beers. And it was just awesome. I mean, just walking around, saw so many people. Mm-hmm. Like listeners, friends I haven't seen in a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah, got to see uh, MXPX bumped into Mike Carrera, who's the lead singer of that, who I know from Bremerton. Uh-huh. It's just always, always like, hey, Sarah. Hey, Mike. How you doing? I'm like, oh, last time I saw you, your wife was pregnant. He's like, yeah, got two kids now. I'm like, oh, that's cool. 
Yeah. All right. Uh, have have fun. See you in a few years. Bye. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was really great. It was a good time, and we ended up uh, we ended up on stage. Yeah, so watching our, from the side of the stage. So our buddy Thresher hooked us up with. Um, a couple of VIP tickets, which we didn't know we were getting. We didn't know that. Yeah, yet, so I ended up uh, getting to watch Bad Religion from the side of the stage, and then our other pal who works, uh, who was working the event, named Lloyd, he like started. Yelling. He's like, "Hey," because I'd seen him earlier. And he's like, "Hey, what do you think you're doing over there? Come over here and follow me." And we're all just like, <laughs> uh, "Okay." Everybody we, yeah, everybody's like, oh, "Yeah." And well, so we're around us, out. everyone thought we were in trouble, and then it was my pal, and he turned around and kind of winked at me. I'm like, "Oh, okay." And then he took uh, Greg and I, and then um, my friend Heather, and took us all the way up. Uh, across from behind the stage and then just sat and watched no effects from the side stage the entire time. Yeah. It was pretty incredible. It was it was pretty amazing. I so. mean, it was it was magical. Yeah, fun event, fun event. And we posted a bunch of stuff on our well, or at least I tried to on our Instagram. Um so I think there's still some videos up there that I, I didn't screw up, so they should be up there on Oh that, good. That everybody can follow along and see take a look at some of that. But it was really cool. And yeah, it was cool to talk to so many people. So if you did come and say hi to us, I'm gonna say it again. Thank you for coming to say hi to us. We always love it when people talk to us though. It's it's great. It is. It's great. Yeah, it's fun. And it was cool, especially like and people we've met before and then met some folks before that we hadn't met mm-hmm. in person. So that yeah. was cool. Yeah, it was cool. So that was uh, that was over this last weekend. Now, what we're talking about right now, though, is something else. That's a phenomenon that's going on on the Internet. And I, I'm sure by now a lot of people have seen some of it. See, and I only saw it for the first time today. Oh, see, I've been getting people writing me about this for a while. But I do see that it's been like a few days. Like it's like four, from four days ago or something. Uh, yeah, well, it's even longer than that, actually, that it's been out. And it has to do with a proposal that's going on, a Facebook event that has been uh, created. And it's called this. Well, I'll explain it just in case anybody doesn't know or you may be seeing this. So it's called Storm Area 51. <laughs> they can't stop all of us. So this, this is event. So I'm finding this newly funny because I just saw this today. And well, I'm like, Greg, re- have you seen this? Have you heard about this? And this Greg's is, like, uh, of course I have. This is when it's really like kind of gone. It's really going viral right now. Like I had heard about it a little bit, but now it's going everywhere. And so here's what it is. This this guy created this event on Facebook, you know, really as a joke. And I think it was July 4th is when it was put up because in honor of like Independence Day, I think is part of what what the reasoning mind was. And um, and he put this up and he said, "Okay, guys, I feel like we need to formulate a game plan. I put together this. This may not be actually the original creator. Actually, let me read what the original the original event says. It's just this. We will all meet up at the Area 51 Alien Center tourist attraction and, co- and coordinate our entry. If we Naruto one run, we can move faster than their bullets. Let's see them aliens. Let's see them Let's aliens. Let's see them aliens. So to explain that, you know what Area 51 is. I mean, it's in Nevada. I think everybody knows what Area 51 is at this point. My understanding is it's a secret underground military base where they hide uh, evidence of the aliens that have lived among us. Wrong. But Wait, what is it then? It is a well. Area Fifty One actually is a it is a military base. Yeah, Groom Lake. So it's in it's outside of Nevada. It's like forty miles or so, I think, outside of Las Vegas. I have watched so many Area Fifty One themed horror movies, mostly like B, C, yeah. D, F themed. Like I mean, very very low grade. But uh-huh. I'm just I'm kind of fascinated by them. I love like the found. I am a sucker for a good found footage. Yeah, but that's all that's all fake found footage stuff. I'm or talking about the real it? thing, Sarah. We don't know. Oh. I'm sorry. Tell me about the real stuff that they have at well, Area 51, Greg. Well, there is. Well, I mean, it is a real military base. And it was denied. They, they denied that it was real for decades. Like, it's true. The Air, the Air Force denied that it was anything that they owned. They they just said it's not there, But even though even though it was there. So, yeah. Because you can't get very close to it. You used to be able to get closer, but now they've, like, coordinated, like, coordinated off. So it's out in the middle of the desert in uh, this old dry lake bed. And people would always see it, and you always see the lights, you know, coming up from it because there was they're they're testing things out there. They've never admitted what they do out there. Yeah, and you know, you see the lights, everybody thinks that it's aliens or UFOs or it's experimental aircraft for sure that they're using out there. And then um, now you, there's certain ridges you can go where if you get like really powerful binoculars, you can see in. But there's guards everywhere. They have like recording equipment all over. I'm that surprised desert. that there aren't any snitch guards. Um, like I if, think if they have guards everywhere and like they're hiding like these like 
alien secrets? Well, that okay. Before we get to the alien secrets, like the real side of it. Yeah. The because the real side of it. I mean, we don't know if there's alien secrets. Well, what do you think they're hiding in there? I mean, if they're not talking about like what's actually in there. Hmm. So what do you think? Just like high tech military, like in like military. Well, I was trying. Like airplane aircraft stuff. Yeah, I think that's I think that's part of it. But they could have the aliens in there. Uh-huh. I mean, maybe the aliens are in there. We don't know that. Anyway, it's what Area Fifty One is. I didn't know how much you actually knew about it. Well, I mean, I'm a human person, and I you know grown up, right, with mild education. <laughs> like I think I'm aware of what's especially like Area Fifty One. Like that's why I said like in the horror genre. Like I know that uh-huh. those aren't the real ones, even though you know what is real when it comes to that stuff but that Uh, is fun like watching a lot of those crappy like um, breaking into Area 51 and seeing like the crazy aliens running around and like some of them are working amongst the people and well yeah I mean there's definitely that Uh, there's I've seen some comments come through in our our live chat too Um, Ben says uh, I remember the video game Area 51 I remember that too that was a good one that was a fun one in the arcade but it was always uh it was everybody was always on that one, so I didn't get to play it that much. So th- there's, there's yeah, there's always the alien conspiracy theories. There are the real people though who go out there and like stake it out. See, and that's the thing that finds that I would find kind of interesting is like going and camping out, even though camping in a desert seems a little freaky. Well, this is why what you said at the beginning, where you're like, oh yeah, I'd be all into that. I don't. Th- you've watched your your fake horror movies. I don't think you've watched the documentaries of the people who actually go do this. No, no. Who are really into this. Why? I are mean, they like murdered or something? No, they're not murdered. No, I'm just saying the people who are into going to camp out and like constantly surveil Area 51. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, you know, you, it takes a special kind of commitment to want to basically live out in Do the Do I desert. have to hang out with them? Well, yeah, if you're going to go camp with them. I mean, Yeah. Well, I know I don't want to go camping with them. How do? Why do I have to go with them? Why can't well, because I there's only certain own areas thing? where you can actually see. Okay, it. well, it doesn't mean we have to like talk to each other. Oh, you're just going to be out there and not talk to them yeah. in the middle of the desert. Well, I remember one of my uh, favorite episodes of Beverly Hills 90210. Okay, there's this this color. When Claire and David went out to uh, Area 51 and they went out camping near there, and you know it was like one of those like kitschy episodes where like they fell asleep and then like there were aliens, wait 90210 like, did an Area 51 episode. Uh huh. No. Wow. Okay. And that is where I learned one of the most important facts about aliens, which I don't know that you even know, okay. documentary nerd, like alien-splaining Greg. <laughs> was I alien-splaining? You were absolutely alien-splaining. Oh, like, God. I don't know what Area 51 is. Well, I don't know, but you you started off, though, like, do you know what it actually is? I have seen Independence Day. This is what I'm talking about. I am providing you information. <sighs> Did you know, and this is what I learned from from that very special episode of Beverly Hills 90210. Did you know that aliens like strawberry ice cream? What? That's supposedly a well-known alien fact. That's what they made sure. You were confusing me so much. So 90210 had an Area 51 episode. Were there aliens? There. So it was kind of one of the kitschy. Like every once in a while, 90210 did – a couple episodes, like there was like uh, Christmas angels in one of them. What? Once. There, usually it's like straight up uh, soap opera, but then it gets like a little over the top. Like at one point. Wait a minute. What? I did not know this about 90210. They have like supernatural things in there? A couple one off episodes. I That's had it. no idea. Like there was one they that was a- all angels? There was one episode where it was, uh, it's kind of like It's a Wonderful Life themed. Like there was going to be a bus crash, and then um, the angels stopped the bus, like the drunk semi driver and the bus full of singing um, children. Like they kind of just went no. like through each other. No, <laughs> yeah. what? I never actually thought how weird that was. I that did Nanotino not. Was supposed know. to be a straight up like soap opera, and then they had a couple like supernatural ones. They had supernatural episodes two. Yeah. Of 90210. Okay, so one was angels and the other one's aliens? Yeah, and you don't see the aliens in it, but you definitely – it's in, it's implied, like, because Claire and David go back into their tent after trying to find aliens all day, and I think they're, like, going to hump or whatever. I wonder if this is how angels and airwaves got their name. <laughs> it's clearly from 90210. Totally not from Tom Long being, being like, fucking insane. Uh, <laughs> um Yeah, and then, like, they go into their tent, and there are all these, like, swirling green lights around them. Like, you can see, like – yeah, 
So there wow. were two. There were two episodes. So this is your alien education, okay? So you right. got and that. so one of the things that what they kept strawberry... stressing, yeah. was that that they said, and it was like mentioned several times in the show that aliens, uh, like if you go to Area Fifty One to try and attract the aliens, they are attracted to scra- to strawberry ice cream. What? I can't Why be the only one. I've this? seen this. Was this just something they, before? Is this something that they just made up in? In uh, no, no, like, because I please explain seen the this origins rep- of this because I have no idea what you're talking All about. All right, here I'm looking at this right now. I don't know. They just said like in order, like that's one of the bait things that you can use to attract aliens. To this you. is so strange, Sarah. How is please this so explain, strange? Please explain the origins of this. Well, I'm saying my origins are from Beverly Hills 90210. I've seen it referenced other places. I don't understand what's confusing about the phrase. Aliens are supposed like supposedly like strawberry ice cream. Well, I'm. I mean, I. What do I even start there? Well, I'm, I'm looking at this. All right. Yeah, so look. They're different. My dad was an alien abductee. The story about the army, strawberry ice cream, and the strange. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, okay. So there are people who, the people who have been, you know, of course, like, abducted by aliens have also said that, yeah. Said that aliens like strawberry ice cream. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's just some, one of the weirdest phrases I've ever heard, and I was already, I thought I was the weird one today. Um, okay, so aliens like strawberry ice cream, apparently. Uh, the The bottom line is, going back to what we were talking about with this with this event. I don't now. I'm gonna <gasps> I'm right, gonna be looking that up. Like I, I, if you don't have more information, I'm looking at this right now. I'm looking at this right now. All right, so somebody named Henry in 2013 said, "I've been researching the strawberry ice cream thing, and thus far, I find no references that, to it that predate the 1988 cover up." What I do find is a soldier giving testimony and happens to mention going out and getting strawberry ice cream for aliens. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, I'm looking. Well, there, there are many references. I'll go to down it. that rabbit hole. I'll, I'll go down that one to see if I can find out more on that. I mean, I would think that that would be something. Yeah. All right. And somebody else named Red Pill Junkie says, um, yeah, discussed. Uh, let's see. He knows somebody who knew all things aliens, including aliens' preference for strawberry ice cream and uh, Tibetan chants. Joint. What? Okay. Yeah. All right, and maybe that is something that you just remember because I remember hearing that as a kid, like in the eighties. I remember hearing the strawberry ice cream. I don't. Yeah, I can't be alone in this. I I missed that one, so I I don't remember that one at all. But all right, I mean, I'm I'm sure you heard it. I'm not saying it's not a thing. I'm just saying I've never heard of that. And you have to understand, hearing that for the first time, it sounds a little uh, a little nutty. Like most of the conspiracy things that you talk about. Uh, Bigfoot's not nutty, Sarah. Yeah, as you talk about reading coast to coast every day. What are you talking about? I don't yeah. know what you're, what you're bringing up. All right. Well, that's good to know. So the event is this. So it's supposed to happen on Friday, September 20th. Bring your strawberry ice cream. Where uh, this this person set up this event as a joke. You know, just a joke of like, oh, yeah, let's storm the <laughs> storm Area 51. They can't stop all of us. Let's see them aliens. And... The thing is, it took off. Like, as of right now, there's 1.3 million people who say they're going and 1.1 million interested in going to this Facebook event. And it's enough now to where the U.S. Air Force has had to respond to it and acknowledge, you know, that they're aware of it. And they basically told people, don't do it. And you can't go there because they have acknowledged the base now. Mm-hmm. Like, the base got acknowledged a, a few years ago where they acknowledged, like, okay, yes, we do have a base there. That's it. Like yeah. They're, like, they're, you, fine, we'll admit it. And, and then that's all they admitted? Yeah, that's all they've really admitted. Yeah, other than that, it's top secret stuff. I mean, even if it's just, like, military, like, top secret secret aircraft and things like that, <clears throat> that that's true. Like, they're working on that stuff there. Um, but this, this, the fact that they had to make a statement about it is what's uh, what's hilarious. That's pretty. I'm looking at this, and even yeah, it's being reported all over the world. Like the mm-hmm. Guardian is like 1.3 m- million people have signed up for to storm Area 51. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they all this does seem like they like it could be the beginning of Independence Day or something because that's how. Remember when Data is down there like trying to protect from a breach, and like the aliens actually come because they had also kidnapped one of the aliens that was in there. Yeah. 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 So you're, you're going the Independence Day route. Uh, yeah. So one of the things that the Air Force actually said in actual statement was Area 51, or they didn't say Area 51. They said the base is an open training range for the U.S. Air Force, and we would discourage anyone from trying to come into the area where we train American armed forces. So they're they're taking it seriously. 
And that's the thing. If you watch some of the documentary videos, like they do take it seriously. Well, like, yeah, you don't want to. I mean, this could. That's end an actual military poorly. base, and there's just these people in pickup trucks that'll watch everybody. Uh, yeah, but the fact that it, there's this many people, I think it's, I think it's hilarious. Yeah, and I want to. I don't know. Would I'm not you gonna, go? No, no. They're gonna shoot them. I'm. I no way would I do that. Uh, but yeah, I think it's I think it's awesome. I'm looking at this. Did you know there was a whole like downtown historic Roswell? Mm-hmm. That Roswell was an old mill town that was founded in 1830. Well, Roswell's different. That's in New Mexico. Okay. Area 51. There's a bunch of stuff on the freeway going. Wait, are they Area close 51? to each other? I always thought no. that those were the. I always thought those were the same thing. I thought this is why Roswell... I was trying to bring this up to you before when I was trying to explain it, alien, explain it to you. Yeah. No, Roswell's in New Mexico. That's All a right. Whole that's the one thing. I want to go to. That seems less murdery. See, that's a completely different thing. Oh, boy, Greg. Oh, Sarah, you don't so know your alien stuff. So frustrating. Area 51's Nevada. That's the that's the Air Force Base. Uh, Roswell is where supposedly the aliens crash landed in like 1947 or something. But the, didn't they take the aliens from Roswell to studio or Maybe. To Area 51? Maybe. Nobody knows. Okay. That's so they're possi- connected. Possibly. Okay. Possibly. Uh, but yeah, that's so that's where that is. Yeah, I mean, Roswell's a real place in New Mexico. Yeah, yeah. that's where I want to go. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. And then Area 51, though, there's all the, there's the Alien Inn. Like, there's all Please kinds tell of, me what that is. The Alien Inn is this, uh, I think, I've never been there. Um, little little Alien, yeah, that's what it is. So it's little A apostrophe L-E apostrophe I-N-N. And so it's themed on the Area 51 thing, and it's in Nevada mm-hmm. on the way towards Area 51. So like it's all it's all there's the Area 51 highway I believe is what they nicknamed that. Like the, the people have just embraced it and started making tourist stuff off of it. Oh yeah, if you can make money off of that stuff, might as mm-hmm. well do it. Yeah. So that's just some of what's going on there. I probably revealed it too much. Oh, the extraterrestrial highway, that's the name of it. That's the name of that the nickname for that highway right there. Well, that seems like something that we should probably do at some point. You know, we probably should, actually. Mm-hmm. That does seem like a fun employment radio kind of event. I know, right? You're also making me feel crazy. It's totally you, not me. You're making me feel crazy. I think if anyone listens back to this <laughs> show today, they might pick um, one of us more crazy than the other. There is also a secret airline that leaves out of out of. Uh, <gasps> oh, Vegas. the one in Vegas. Mm-hmm. We yeah, had this is what I'm talking about. This Area 51's outside of Vegas. Yeah, I know. Somebody wrote in to us, though, about how they've seen that. Yes, the Janet Airlines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's weird. Janet's not the name of it. That's the nickname for them because they don't have any it like identifying. It's a separate section, right? Yeah, they don't have any identifying marks on it. And supposedly that's what the employees for Area 51, that's what they fly them out in. And then they land them in that nondescript airplane. So it's called Janet because uh, it's supposed to stand for just another non-existent terminal. Is one of the rumors of what it is. How it yeah, got that's its not what that stands. No, for. No, it's not. Well, <laughs> yeah. no, that's what Janet stands for. That's not what the airlines actually named. Oh, okay, that's the name people gave it. Gotcha. Yeah, because that's they're just like uh, it, it doesn't have any doesn't have anything on it. Oh well, we are going to um, not Nevada. I know. In a few months, and we will have a rental car. It's true. <laughs> so, we could. I mean, I'm down. I'm How far down. is it from Vegas? I don't know. Like four. I, I've never been there either. Like forty five minutes or something. Oh, man. Hmm. Yeah, okay. This might have to happen. We may have to get out there. I mean. Or at least take a picture next to the signs that say you're going to be shot if you go past this point. Or oh, my God. We might need to do this. Mm-hmm. All right. I think that's a plan. And plus, whatever bad will have happened would have already happened because there are things in September and we're going in October. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Go All there. right. We should think about okay, that. Okay. I think that's definitely because I think we that think might about. actually be a possibility. That'd be a great day trip. Run on out to area. F- yeah. Okay. I'm in. I'm. I'm definitely. If in. it's that close, I'm definitely in. At least go to the little alien. Yeah, I just want to get like a like a bumper sticker or something and just be like, cool, I was here. And then get a picture with strawberry ice cream flipping you off. I still don't understand the strawberry ice cream thing. <laughs> be it's fine. just confusing me. Oh, it's 83 miles. So it's a little longer. That's still just a little over an hour because you can go really fast out there. You can go 80 miles an hour. I don't Well, T has the rental car, right? Let's figure it out. Maybe I'll just rent a car. I mean, want to go. might as well. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Stillen. Welcome.
to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right. First up, got a story out of Spain. A man has been arrested in Barcelona. I'm sorry, where? Barcelona. Where at? What's that? I don't understand. Oh, God, I can't even do it. That's how they say it, Sarah. It is not. It is. Hmm. Barcelona. Oh, in Spain. Okay. (laughs) A man has been arrested after police had attracted their attention to a man who was looking nervous and had a disproportionately large hairpiece under his hat. (laughs) The reason why the hairpiece was so large? Because he was smuggling a giant bag of cocaine under his toupee. (laughs) He was wow. wearing an oversized toupee, okay. sweating, looking nervous, trying to put a hat over it. And that's where he was hiding the hiding the cocaine. And it was like it looks like basically a big like jelly filled donut size full of it. Like it was a pretty. <laughs> he, just, he just stuck a toupee over it and a large hat. There and... is a picture of him. It's blocking out his eyes, but you do see him with just the bag of uh, whatever it was on top of his head. So police say the man attracted their attention because he looked so nervous and had a disproportionately large hairpiece on underneath his hat. Oh, my God. I'm looking at the picture right now. Yeah. That is – that's amazing. So he was detained at <laughs> International Airport after half a kilo of cocaine was found under um, underneath his oversized toupee. What Our, are you talking about? Oh, God. It's just my perfectly – These are all places I don't like to pronounce this story. So there's Barcelona and then there's. I don't know if we're having a flight from Bogota. <laughs> <laughs> Is that? I still don't know the proper Please way to do that. it. Please explain that. Where was the, the flight? Was from where to where? It's from Bogota to Barcelona. Okay. All right. Was the return flight the same? No, this is his, this is the arrival. So the man attracted police okay. attention as he looked okay. very nervous and had his large hairpiece on. They found a package stuck to his head. <laughs> this is like the world's worst smuggler. I, I know. Mean. Well, he was able to get. No, I think the people in Bogota should have done like a better, you know, a thorough Where? check. Bo- Bogota, 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 Bogota. All right. Colombia. Um, they found the package stuck to his head. They don't say how it was stuck to it. I'm thinking like a big piece of like duct tape or something. No, I'm thinking a piece of scotch tape you just like wrapped around itself. Like the, not even the double-sided scotch tape where you just take oh. it and put it into a circle. And Well, they found the package stuck to his head with about uh, $34,000 worth of cocaine in it. Well, I mean, imagine if you're the person sitting next to this guy. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like the sweaty guy with the weird hairpiece. Oh. That would make me soup. Like I'm already a nervous flyer. But somebody twitchy with bad, you know, with like clearly fake hair on. <laughs> like sweating and looking all crazy. <sighs> oh, no. I don't want that. So, uh, yeah, so anyway, he was, he, he did not get away with it. He was arrested. And, um, yeah, we don't have any, uh, there aren't any more details about his identity. But there is a picture online that you can see with him, with his little yeah, it's cocaine amazing. bun. It's so worth the top it, looking at that. All right, so this is not gross. It sounds like it's gross, but it's not That's because this is this is a non-functioning thing that he's sitting on. So a man. What? I don't even want to. No, a, a Belgian man is now one of the newest members of the Guinness Book of World Records after sitting on a toilet for 116 hours. So it's not connected to anything. He's not using it. It's not like a toilet to use. It is just a uh, like a standalone, not hooked up to plumbing toilet. This is a thing you can get a Guinness record for. That's not, you know, I really want a Guinness World Record, but that's not the one I want. That's just kind of embarrassing. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I sat on a toilet for 116 hours. Spent 116 consecutive hours out. sitting on a toilet in a local bar <laughs> in a bid to set a new Guinness World Record. At a local record. bar? I'm just picturing, like, you sitting in a, like, non-attached, like, toilet, like, Landmark's back patio. It's <laughs> yeah. like, I'm going to get my, my Guinness record. Howdy. Well, this guy's name is Jimmy DeFren. He sat on the toilet, was not, which was not hooked up to plumbing, in the main room of a bar in Ostend. DeFren says uh, that Guinness does not yet have the record for the longest time sitting on a toilet, but he was able to beat the best unofficial record. So multiple people have tried this. So he set the record then? Nope. The first official unofficial record was 100 hours. And he did it for how long? 116 hours. Thank you for But asking. now he's official. 
Um, no, so yeah, so he applied to the Guinness um, World Record. So it looks like he might make it because, I mean, clearly they give it for anything at this point. Yeah. Uh, so his goal was initially 165 hours, but he said he was forced to stop. I wonder how you come to that number. It's like, all right, I'm going to do this whole like toilet sitting thing. It's going to be my golden moment, mm-hmm. my Guinness World Record. Yeah. I'm going to do approximately 165 hours. Right. I think I can do this for 165 hours. Yeah. How would you even come to that number? I don't know. Yeah. That's just kind of – that's the kind of thing I think about. Like uh, how much time off work he had or – Yeah, Maybe. Um, but he says he was forced to stop at 116 hours when lack of sleep started to catch up with him. He was allowed five. See, and this is the thing. Why can't you sleep on it? I don't know. It should uh, fall off. He said he was allowed five-minute breaks every hour to stretch and use a real toilet. Uh, so he has now uh, been submitted to Guinness for official recognition. Is this like a drunk bet or something? I don't know. That seems like one that lasts like long after it's, you know, it was funny. Did the rec- yeah, that's just so like someone's strange. Like, let's get in like hour like eighty. There's like, all right, bud, come on, let's just yeah. like, get off the hey, toilet, pal. bro. Come on, Jimmy, Jimmy. All right, well, here's a Guinness record that I do like: a pizza festival, which I want to go to a pizza festival. Pizzas quickly. Yeah. I've been kind of. Can I tell you something? Yes. Can I, can I just be honest with you? All right. I've been a little. I have been very good at not eating so much macaroni and cheese. Uh huh. I can't even remember. I think maybe the last time I had macaroni and cheese was maybe a month ago. Wow. Do you remember when I used to eat it all the time? Yes. Yes, I do. I've slowed down, but you know what? I've kind of replaced it with, and I don't eat it all the time, but it's definitely become my favorite thing, Mm -hmm. is pizza. Oh. But I don't get, like, whole pizza kick, huh? Yeah. Like, I don't go and I don't order pizza, Mm -hmm. like, um, like full pizzas. I usually just go and get, you know, like a slice at a time. Okay. But I have been, like. Loving slices of pizza lately. All right. Well, that's, that's all right. Pizza's delicious. It is delicious. Yeah. I mean, but is that... I mean, I think in the long run, it's probably I don't know what you want me to tell you. ...for me than eating a whole box of macaroni and cheese. I will not presume to know the exact health statistics on that. You would think, going one-to-one, that probably pizza would be better. But I, 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 I can't say that for sure. I know. I'm just saying, I just have... I, We'll say I do love pizza. Quite and right. we have so many good pizza. Like, there's some terrible ones, but there's some really good ones here in Portland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. I had a piece of pizza yesterday. So you're a pizza girl now. I am. What about hot dogs? Have you ever tried hot dogs on a pizza? I don't think so. Would you eat it? Sure. Okay. Last time I had a hot dog was 4th of July. 5th of July, because I had a bunch of leftover ones. Glad we narrowed that down. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, there's a pizza festival in Ontario. So it's a Canadian pizza festival. They have created a 59-foot, you could tell I was hungry when I found this, calzone to make a Guinness World Record. 59-foot calzone. Oh, my God, calzones are so good. Calzones are good. Uh, Pizza makers from across Ontario banded together at the festival north of Toronto to break the Guinness record for the world's longest calzone. So these ones actually did legitimately do it. So the team of pizza makers gathered at the Vaughn Pizza Fest and created a calzone measuring more than 59 feet, which met the goal established by Guinness World Records. Um, Vaughn Pizza Fest also, not only you got to have a piece of that delicious you know, giant calzone. They also feature pizza eating contests and demonstrations from pizza artisans across the province. What kind of demonstrations? Like what? what Maybe like pizza, like dough tossing. Oh yeah. I mean, that's an art. Well, that is. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I mean, and I love pizza too, so I'm not trying to be derogatory. I just, I don't know what the other art forms are that demonstration side. Making it Like perfect pepperoni placement. I did mean that would be, that would take an art. I like, did meet a pizza maker a few weeks back where he was talking all about, because um, I think you met him too, yeah, because when mm-hmm. we were um, going through a story with everybody, and talked to the guy, and he was talking about how, like, you know, he had learned to throw pizza when he was a kid, and all, like, the differences between the different kinds of cheeses and mm-hmm. sauces. Yeah. So it truly is, I think. Don't doubt that. An art form. Just asking about the demonstration side of it. Other than tossing the dough, what's the other demonstration? I don't know, like, throwing it in, like, a brick oven or something. I don't know, Greg. Mm. I would like to go though, yes. and this talk is making me kind of hungry. All right, so we've determined we need. And I'm to go not to going a... to get pizza. I'm going to the goddamn gym today, Greg. So oh. I'm not going to go get a slice of pizza, even though there's a really I... delicious place right next to us. I believe you. So we've determined that um, need to go see Area 51 and go to a pizza festival. Correct. All right. 
I think the closest thing we have to a pizza festival here is like Portland Pizza Week. Oh, that's pretty amazing. That is pretty incredible. Pizza Week's pretty great. All right, and finally, thank you to everybody who sent this to me. I had this posted on my page like 17 times and also in my email account. Appreciate it. Thank you to everybody who sent this. Tennessee police are now coming out warning people to not flush their drugs down the toilet. Oh. Because they are afraid that there might be a creation of hyper-aggressive alligators that they are calling meth gators. <laughs> I did see somebody post this. I didn't read about it, though. To not flush their drugs down the sink because they could end up in the sewer system where the where alligators are going to eat them, therefore making them more aggro and dangerous, oh my gosh. creating a whole group army of meth gators. Meth gators is... This is, is in Tennessee. And this is a real post. So a a police department in Loretto, Tennessee, is asking residents to please refrain from flushing their drugs down the toilet. And the one that they use, I don't know. I'm not familiar with Loretto, Tennessee. So I don't know if it's a big meth capital or whatever. Well, I mean, just... they specifically said don't flush your methamphetamine. Just the fact that there's so much meth that and so many people have extra meth. They're just like, oh, get rid of this. This It's the old meth. That there's they're flushing I feel so like this much is my down. My expired meth, like that. I feel like it went bad like a couple days ago. It's affecting the water. Like you know how much meth must be done in that city in order to make an announcement about to it. To make it then issue of people flushing their meth down because normally people don't get rid of their drugs. That's what I was. going to There's say. so much meth there to like. Ugh, just flush. Like it. the thing we've talked about with Halloween candy and people like spiking kids candy. Like nobody wants to give away their drugs for free. Yeah. Like nobody's going to be like, oh, you know what? I just spent a bunch of money on these drugs. Let me give them to children. <laughs> I mean, that just does not make. I mean, I'm sure there are always exceptions to the rule, but for the most part, yeah, people who buy drugs do not want to give them away to people. So what's going on with these meth games? All right. So, uh, yes, uh, the police are asking residents to refrain from flushing their drugs down the toilet to prevent meth gators. The Loretto Police Department wrote uh, this past weekend, officers were executing a search warrant on a home and discovered the occupant trying to flush his meth and drug oh. paraphernalia down the toilet. All right, well, I see that. Well, okay, yeah, that's really going to stop people like, oh, shoot, all right, just never mind. Well, although the suspect was unsuccessful, the officers did use the incident to gently remind residents of the harm drugs can cause to the in- <laughs> into the environment. Um, it says, so their post said, folks, please don't flush your drugs. Our sewer guys take great pride in releasing water that is cleaner than what it is in the creek, but they're not really prepared for meth. Ducks, geese, geese and other fowl frequent our treatment ponds, and we shudder to think uh, what they're, if they're all hyped up on meth, what they would do. You know how aggressive a goose would be the on post, meth? Oh, my God. Yeah. That's my goose sound, by the way. But, yeah. They're probably, in Portland, I would say they're probably some meth squirrels. I don't know. I don't know. They would probably have, yeah, meth squirrels. Meth nutrias. Oh, that would be freaky. Oh, probably. Yeah. Oh, with their orange teeth. Just, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, so the post warns that, uh, that meth can make its way to Shoal Creek down the Tennessee River in North Alabama and uh, make it into the bodies of alligators. So they don't want to create meth gators roaming their creeks trying to eat people. I'm just picturing a meth gator, like, slowly pushing yeah. a lawnmower with its, like, snout. All right, so even though the police department uh, in Loretto, Tennessee, is very concerned, um, Kent Vlett, who is an alligator... Aluminum siding back into the pond. (laughs) An alligator biologist uh, says that he has never once heard of an alligator on meth. He doesn't say it's not possible, but he says he's never heard of it. He said, I've worked with gators for 40 years, and generally I can answer, answer any question that anyone has about them. Well, this one's throwing me through a loop, but I'm pretty sure that it's possible. Meth gators in Tennessee. Yeah, the meth walk just doing like a little meth wobble, like their little arms. <laughs> they do have the little like gator arms. Uh-huh. Or if they're walking on their hind feet, like yeah. they don't, but they can be. Like, eh. Or they could just do like more elbows. Yeah, it could be when they're like creeping yep. around, puffing up a little bit, puffing up. Mm-hmm. Wearing a trucker hat. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely wearing a trucker hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason it has like five xboxes still in the box where'd you get them xboxes gator nowhere they're not mine i'm watching gator i know what you're up to wow and he's trying to sell them to kids do you kind of want your nickname to be gator 
Gator's a good nickname. Although, I don't know. It's a little bit too... Well, too 80s? No, I'm not. I'm okay with the 80s. Viper's a good one. I'm good with Viper. Fang. You sound like... Striker. Like, Fang, you sound like an extra in like True Blood or something. Fang. Oh, yeah, okay. What was the one I wanted before? Snake. Snake's a good one. We don't need to go through all these. All right, there Kinda you go, like my Viper. friends. Meth Gators. I'm just going to call you Meth Gator. What up, Viper? That's your world of crazy. Hmm. <laughs> Vicky's asking, won't the Gators lose their teeth? That's true. Eventually, yeah, that Vicky, could be that happening. That is a really good right. point. <laughs> Let's turn they just be like all gummy. Yeah. Yeah, I think they have gummy. a real. I think there's a lot of pressure with the snap. That is, yeah, there is some pressure yeah, in there. So even if it's a snap. gummy snap, it's still, still going to hurt. hurt. Yeah, it's still, it's still hurt. Yeah. When stealing your bike, like your bike's oh, being drug up, you just go look outside in your backyard, like, oh shit, God, meth gators just dragging your bike into the pond. It's out. When they drag it down to the metal place to try mm-hmm. and sell it for more. Yes, partnered. Partnered. They're just dropping them off outside the metal place, waiting for meth. Oh man. I yeah. really wish there was some sort of, yeah, someone needs to make a cartoon just of meth gators mm-hmm. doing meth head things. Yeah. <laughs> I'd watch that. You want to buy this stereo? No, meth gator. God damn it. Get out of here. I mean, you don't even need a different name. Meth gator, you were on my ring doorbell in my backyard last night. What were you doing rifling through my tool shed? Like, what were you getting out there? Nothing. Wasn't me. I didn't take nothing. Yep. All right, meth gator. Get out of here. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I want to see the meth gator. All right. Um, <laughs> this show's just been weird. And I know. I, I know, I'm and so, I'm a little bit weird today, We're a too. little wacky. I'm a little wacky today. I know. It's been a strange one. I did want to ask you something, though. In association with the alien thing, what is your favorite alien movie of all time? A, a movie about or with aliens? Doesn't have to be good aliens, bad aliens, whatever. Just with aliens in it. All right. It depends on your definition of aliens. Okay. I have three that I'm thinking of right now. Okay. I've got Def- two off of my. Um, I've got right off the top of my. I have Independence Day, which will always be my favorite. Oh, that's favorite. a great one. That, yeah, that's that will a really always good. be my favorite. Um, okay. Not my favorite, but. The first half of um, the remake of War of the Worlds. Really? The Tom Cruise one? I thought that that was huh. the concept of them being, I'm sorry, spoilers if you've never seen this, of those alien things just being. It's from a 1920, it's from a radio play. Um, but the concept of those creatures just being buried in the earth for like a, a significant amount of time and then just coming oh, up when yeah. it's time is so fucking terrifying really? to me. Just knowing that it's, that those things have just been there until it's time to uh-huh. come up. Like, that's freaky to me. Third and will still always be one of my favorite ever, is Cloverfield. Cloverfield, well, that's not really aliens, though. It's like monsters slash aliens. Yeah, but that's going into a different thing. Well, I don't, it depends on what you think an alien is. Like, isn't a monster from, an alien? Something from space. Well, no, it falls from space. You don't, you're not familiar with the whole story. I guess it does, doesn't it? Yeah, it falls from space. All right. And I then think they'll feel inside. like that's a little stretch. And then that's also a thing. It's where a stretch. Like, I think when but. things come out of unexpected places, like when that thing comes out of the water yeah. and just starts to terrorize New York City, like those, I think the hidden in plain sight concepts in aliens, alien movies, like really freak me out. Yeah. All right, how about you? Okay, well, alien movies, I mean, I wasn't going for the, the scary ones necessarily. Uh, one... Flight of the Navigator. Oh, that's a good one. That is a solid movie. Yeah, about aliens, and it's a it's a great movie. It's one of my favorite movies. Um, also, I was thinking more toward explorers too. I guess I was thinking in the kid vein. Uh, now that I'm thinking about it, I mean, I haven't really ranked oh, that's these fine. myself. I mean, there's no explorers right... is another great there's one. There's no also, wrong spoilers. answer. Yeah, um, spoilers, explorers, and then because I love alien movies. Like I'm, I'm all about the alien movies, but I don't know what my third one would be if I had to p- pick three. Hmm. I mean, certainly Independence Day is right up there. Um, alien and Aliens wouldn't be it. Those, they aren't in my top three. Boy, I don't know. I'd have to think about what my top, what my third one would be. Okay. Well, you, you didn't know. have to do three. Two is yeah. just fine. I know, but I like alien movies, so I mm-hmm. really want to make that happen. 
for everybody. But I'm going to rewatch Cloverfield today when I'm at the gym. I love that movie. You really do. I don't know anyone who loves Cloverfield as much as you do. It's a pretty... And I'm not saying that as a bad thing. I mean, I've just... I've never heard anyone reference Cloverfield. It's it's just such a well-done movie. Like, the when it came out, like, for its time... Like, nothing was really like yeah. that movie. I don't know. It's... It really struck a chord with you. Well, it's great, and it also had... Um, that was in that really glorious time in filmmaking. Like, that was around the same time as, like, um, The Dark Knight and all that stuff when they had all these, like, viral campaigns and hidden like Easter eggs inside of it. There were so many Easter eggs inside of Cloverfield. Like what? Like seeing, um, I'm not going to go into all of it for you. You don't care and you don't remember no, the movie. I do remember the movie. I mean, the movie's fine. I, I don't dislike the movie. Right, well, how it goes back and forth on the tapes about how like sometimes it goes like back when they're like on a Ferris wheel and then one of the little teeny things that you go to see is like this thing falling from the sky and crashing into the bay. Oh yeah, it's in the background. That's in the background and then there are all these other like you're Weird right. things yeah, that yeah. people say, and you see people in different things. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's yeah, like these cool. background things. It's yeah. pretty neat. Yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely not saying that's a bad movie. That's not at all what I meant. I just said it, it certainly has affected you. Like, it's one of your favorite it, movies. Because honestly, I that was one of these most terrifying things. It was when I had um, Muppet, my dog. Um, and I remember walking around, like, after I went to see it in the theater, and then walking around in the neighborhood with him. And I was just, and I felt unsafe because it was one of those movies that kind of shattered my reality huh. a little bit where I'm just like, well, and there's the Willamette right there. I'm like, what if something just crawls out of that and just starts, you know, smashing stuff? That's, it made my, it made my imagination like really crazy. Is that why you're still afraid of things underwater? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, you know how terrified I was when we were in the lock. Yeah. And we were just, like, raising up, and I'm just like, I don't know what's making all, like, what's filling it with water, and there are giant, like, turbines underneath us, and yeah. what else is going on. And there. aliens. It really freaks me out. Probably. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Well, anyway, we'll we'll leave that there. Oh, <sighs> District 9, that's another good one. Oh, that's a great one. Uh, it's tough. Okay, I'm going to have to go back through and reevaluate that. All right. I know we need to... Get going here pretty soon. I did want to say a huge thank you to Black's Pest Services. Oh, they're the best. Blackspestservices.com. Um, fantastic people, Derek and Bernard and the whole team. And uh, we do appreciate them so much for supporting Fun Employment Radio. And if you have any kind of issues or if you own any kind of property in the greater Portland metro area, Give them a call because they can come out. They can inspect it. They will let you know if you have a problem. And it's better to call them first, even if you don't think you have a problem, to Mm -hmm. find out. Because they certainly found a couple that I had when it came to carpenter ants that I didn't know were chewing through my house. So they found them and and solved that problem for me. And I would have had no idea if they hadn't been out there with their amazing eyes to be able to see that. So blackspestservices.com. They're great. They support us, so please support them. Give them a call. And we've had so many people write and say, like, they were wonderful. We had such a good Oh, time. yeah, they're yeah. just wonderful people. They too. are. So blackspestservices.com. And we do have a couple birthdays before we go. What? And we would like to say, first and first of all, a very happy birthday to our pal, Brock. 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 You are a very wonderful human, and we're very happy yes, that are. we're friends with you. And we hope, Greg, are you going to contribute anything or am I just... Well, you were just doing so well. What was I I going to say? And we hope that you have a wonderful birthday. Absolutely. Brock, happy birthday. Did you hear Greg said absolutely? He totally contributed. Happy birthday to you. (laughs) Happy birthday to you. Also, I'm starting to get very... He told me to stop thanking everyone, so... And secondly, Mm -hmm. Greg, do you want to take this one? Oh, yes, indeed. We need to say a happy birthday to our buddy... Lyle. Lyle. Lyle, it is your birthday. You too are a wonderful human. Yes. So many, so two rad dudes were born on this day. Yes. I like it. Yeah. It's a good day to be born. There it is. So happy, happy birthday, Lyle. 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 Happy, happy birthday. birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. All right. And there we go. And there it is. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. I know I've said it a few times, but in case you didn't catch I think it, that you being appreciative is not a bad thing. I know. I didn't think so either. You've said it so many times on top, like, just a lot. Let me tell you about aliens. All right. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Tomorrow on the show, we will be joined by 
Jake Silverman and Jeremiah Coughlin. Awesome. Are they going to be talking some pickles? Talking about pickles. Which is a um, just minor league that. baseball that, Let everybody team figure it out. Portland. No, I'm just going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> pickles. They will be joining us. Oh, it's good to have them on. And, uh, and yeah. Because they do the Pickles podcast, right? Brian time. Brian time. Yes. Why'd you say it like that? That's weird. That's a weird way to say it. Brain time. Yeah. That was strange. You're a strange individual. Okay, thank you. Uh, <laughs> so thank you for tuning in. I know I've said thank you a million times, but I do mean it. And uh, yeah. Only back tomorrow with special guests. Special guests. And oh, stuff and Follow us on all of our social media accounts. Hit subscribe wherever you find your podcasts and maybe leave us a review. Say, hey. They're hey. cool. Sometimes they talk about aliens. Most of the time they don't. 90% of the time they don't. 99% of the time they don't. Sometimes they do, though. I've seen them aliens. Oh, boy. Also, one other thing. We need to say thank you to Mr. Todd Verkoven. I say Verkoven? Verkoven. Yeah, since we're not live, we'll do this real quick. Also, don't forget, if you are a subscriber to the Fun Employment Radio Network, you... Get access to the Mark and Todd cast before it goes public. And so their new one is, oh boy, Rubber, I Barely Knew Her. About, <laughs> it's about the uh, surprisingly long and sordid history of rubber going back to 1000 AD. There is some terrible stuff that happened with rubber, with rubber uh, farmers and people, what, what people did with rubber. Oh. Um, yeah. So, but anyway, it's also probably a very interesting exploration Sorry, of rubber. Thing. Yeah, okay. Oh, are you doing, I thought you said that we weren't recording this right now. Yes, I'm doing that line so we can... All right, there was a time-sensitive thing. I'm sorry, it was dealing with real quick. All right. fine, but you just didn't have to say it. So I got to do it again. So we'll do it again. That's fine. Also, if you are a member of the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club, you will get to listen to the Mark and Todd cast right now before it goes public. (gasps) Before anywhere else. Before anywhere else, because they're a member of the Fun Employment Radio Network, and so are you. And uh, this one is called Rubber... I barely knew her. So it's about a good pun. the history of rubber, and uh, it is a weird history. I've actually gone down that road before for some random reason from different things that I've read. Like, rubber is a strange, strange history. Huh. I don't know anything about it. I'm looking forward to learning. Yeah. Some of it's not great, and some of it's uh, – but it changed everything. Rubber, okay. like, changed everything. That was a guarantee. That was a rubber guarantee yeah. if I've ever heard one. Yeah. It's it's really interesting. So uh, we'll air that right now. And otherwise, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Thank you.